0: Episode 57, How to Die a Happy Death. Having recently had episodes on judgment, the end of the world, and the joys of heaven, it seemed fitting to talk about this all-important topic of how do we actually achieve the joys of heaven? How do we leave this world anticipating a good judgment? It can be said without exaggeration that the most important moment of your life is actually the last moment of your life, because leaving this world... In God's grace, leaving this world united to God, is the goal of life. No matter what else happens in life, no matter what successes and failures you had in your life, even if you've had a ton of success in this life, but you leave this world without God's grace, your life has been a failure in the most extreme sense. And even if you've had a ton of failure in this life, a ton of suffering, if you leave this life in God's grace, your life has been the greatest success. This is why pretty much all the saints are unanimous in saying we always need to pray for a happy death or to pray for perseverance, which is pretty much the same thing. Perseverance means living in God's grace until we leave this world. Saint Alphonsus Liguori said that two things we need to pray for every single day are an increase in charity, an increase in grace, and a happy death. A happy death is not a death that is enjoyable or anything like that. A death is a frightening thing to us because there's mystery to it. and. When we die, more often than not, it's accompanied by significant suffering, physical, emotional suffering. But it's happy in the sense that leaving this world united with God is the means to eternal beatitude, closing our eyes in death in this world, opening them up in the next world, seeing the face of Christ. Given the significance of this moment, our last moment in this world, it's no surprise that the devil applies particular temptations and pressures in that moment. Many of the saints had very difficult spiritual struggle as they were on their deathbed in their last moments, because the devil knows that that is the most important time to make us doubt, to make us detach ourselves from God, to make us despair, to make us turn away from God. So that is actually what the sacrament of anointing of the sick or extreme unction is for. That's why Christ instituted this sacrament of anointing of the sick. It is a sacrament to strengthen us for the life to come, to strengthen us in our last struggle against these assaults of the evil one. It is a sacrament which involves the forgiveness of sins through the confession of sins and absolution or just absolution if a person is unconscious. And it gives uh, particular graces to help, again, strengthen us in the final struggle against whatever assaults of the devil may, may come. So the first thing to provide for in preparation for a happy death is to make sure that you make it clear to those taking care of you, those close to you, that you always want a priest to come when you are in danger of death to administer this sacrament. It's not just some right to comfort us. It's something that, is, that provides us with much needed armor and strength in the final struggle. So whether you are at home or just find out that you are dealing with a serious illness that puts you in danger of death, even if it's not immediate death, or if you're in the hospital with a serious illness, make sure that those around you, if you fall unconscious and unable to make it clear on your own, that they will provide uh, this sacrament by calling a, a priest to administer it. Now, it's much better to receive the sacrament when you are conscious and able to participate in it by the confession of sins, by stirring up contrition and devotion so that it might be more fruitfully received. And it's dangerous to delay it too long. You don't want to just delay it till the very last moment. It can be administered as soon as you begin to be in the danger of death. And that might mean, say you're diagnosed with cancer and you're given years to live, or maybe they don't even make an assessment of uh, when whether or not you're going to die soon. As soon as you begin to be in danger of death, if you have an ailment that is serious enough that it can cause death, you ought to receive the sacrament. And it can be received again if things get worse, or if you get better and then fall ill again. It can be received multiple times, and that is much, that is way more preferable than waiting to the last moment. That's something that you don't want to do because in addition to preparing us for the life to come and armoring us against the final assault of the devil, it also can and has in many circumstances provide physical healing if it be God's will. Primarily it is for spiritual healing and strength, but it can also provide physical healing. And there are numerous stories of people making a full recovery after receiving the sacrament, even if they were given only days or hours to live. So all of this to say that just as in all areas of our life, in all stages of our life. The sacraments are the most important remedies, the most important gifts, the most important sources of strength that we have. Of course, at the beginning of our life, it's baptism. Throughout our whole life, it's reconciliation and Holy Communion. And towards the end of our life, it is the sacrament of anointing of the sick. We never want to intentionally deprive ourselves or forget to have recourse to the sacraments. So the most important thing you can do in preparing for a holy death is to ensure that you have the ability to receive that last sacrament. It's a good idea to even have something on your person in the case of an accident that says, I'm a Catholic, please call a priest. That might seem silly to some people, but we believe in the power of the sacraments and the priests are the ones who administer those sacraments. So we want to make sure that we don't have an unforeseen death without the sacraments. A lot of people nowadays say, I just want to go in my sleep. I want to go without even knowing it. Well, that's not actually a good thing. It used to be a very common prayer that we say, from a sudden and unforeseen death, deliver me, O Lord. We want to be able to prepare for our death. We don't want it to come take us unawares. Although, of course, if we're always living in the state of grace, it doesn't really matter that much, even though we still do want to receive the last sacrament. But the sacrament of anointing of the sick, in addition to forgiving our sins and strengthening us for the final struggle, It also involves the reception of Holy Communion. We call it viaticum, which means basically food for the journey. And in addition to this, sacrament of anointing of the sick, when it's administered in what are truly the final moments of our life that we know that we are going to die within within days or hours or minutes, we ought to make it clear that we want to receive something called the apostolic pardon. And the apostolic pardon is a special blessing which imparts a plenary indulgence. And in the episode I did on purgatory, we talked about temporal punishment due to sin. Like we can receive forgiveness from our sins in the sacrament of reconciliation, but there's still temporal punishment due to sin. Certain things that still stain our soul or disorder our soul that need to be purified and fixed in purgatory. An indulgence is the granting of the remission of that temporal punishment due to sin while we're here in this life. And the way it's really explained is that there's an infinite treasury of merits won by Christ's passion and death and the merits of our Blessed Mother and the saints, that these are, say, possessed by the church in her treasury, so to speak. And that through the power of the keys, that is the authority that Christ gave his church to bind and to loose, that we can be granted a share in these merits, which will purify us of or make up or remit that temporal punishment due to sin that we would have had to make up in purgatory. So to receive a plenary indulgence means that you are freed from all of that temporal punishment due to sin whereas a partial indulgence is the remission of some of it. The apostolic pardon is the remission of temporal punishment due to sin in full as we leave this life. So not only are we given forgiveness of our sins through the sacrament of reconciliation within the sacrament of anointing of the sick, but also we can receive this plenary indulgence, which means if we leave this world in that state, we have no need for purgation, purification, and purgatory. It's hard to think about what greater gift we could receive at the last moment of our life than to receive God's mercy, to receive the remission of any temporal punishment due to our sin, and to receive his body and blood. We can be assured that when we open our eyes back up after death that we will see the face of Christ in glory. And what greater gift can we give our loved ones than to provide this great sacrament for them at the end of their life? What better way can we express our love for them than to make sure that they leave this world purified and ready to see God? And let's say you have a bad relationship or have had a bad or rocky relationship with friends or loved ones, what better way to repair that and to wash it all away than to give this greatest of gifts that you provide for their happy death? So all of this has been focusing on the last moments of our life or the last stage of our life and the importance of this sacrament. Of course, we need to spend our whole life preparing for a happy death, not just think about it when that end is near, So like I said, St. Alphonsus Liguori said every day pray for an increase in charity and for a happy death. We need to make sure that we are always striving to not only remain in the state of grace, avoiding sin, but also growing in grace, growing in virtue, growing in union with Christ through all the ordinary means that the church gives us, right? Mass, daily mass if, if possible, spiritual reading, reading scripture, reading the works of the saints, spending time in meditation, going to the Sacrament of Reconciliation, often, always keeping death before our eyes, not in some morbid way, but always remembering what life is all about, what success is all about, what happiness is really all about. It's about clinging to Christ and remaining united with him so that we might be united with him in eternal happiness in heaven. Let's hear what the saints have to say about death. Just read a few quotes. St. John Vianney, Man dies once only, and upon this death depends his eternity. Where the tree falls, there it shall lie. If at the hour of death someone is living in bad habit, the poor soul will fall on the side of hell. If, on the other hand, he is in the state of grace, it will take the road for heaven. O happy road! St. Therese of Lisieux It is not death that will come to fetch me, it is the good God. Death is no phantom, no horrible specter, as presented in pictures. In the Catechism it is stated that death is the separation of soul and body, that is all. Well, I am not afraid of a separation which will unite me to the good God forever. St. Bernard of Clairvaux How consoling it is to see a just man die! His death is good, because it ends his miseries. It is better still, because he begins a new life. It is excellent, because it places him in sweet security. From this bed of mourning, whereon he leaves a precious load of virtues, he goes on to take possession of the true land of the living. Jesus acknowledges him as his brother and as his friend. For he has died to the world before closing his eyes from its dazzling light. Such is the death of the saints, a death very precious in the sight of God. St. Alphonsus Liguori Is not he a fool who seeks after happiness in this world, where he will remain only a few days and exposes himself to the risk of being unhappy in the next, where we must live for eternity? We do not fix our affections on borrowed goods, because we know that they must soon be returned to the owner. All the goods of this earth are lent to us. Saint Cyprian of Carthage: Here by the worship of God and by the fruit of faith, provision is made for eternal salvation. Let no one be kept back either by his sins or by his years from coming to obtain salvation. To him who still remains in this world, there is no repentance that is too late. So it's, it's good to read what the saints have to say about life and death. There are best guides besides our Lord and the Blessed Mother, and in particular, to ask for Saint Joseph's intercession at the hour of death because he's the patron saint of a happy death. In conclusion, I'll just end with a prayer for a happy death. O my Lord and Savior, support me in my last hour by the strong arms of thy sacraments and the fragrance of thy consolations. Let thy absolving words be said over me, and the holy oil sign and seal me. And let thine own body be my food, and thy blood my sprinkling. And let thy mother Mary come to me, and my angel whisper peace to me, and thy glorious saints and my own dear patrons smile on me that in and through them all I may die as I desire to live, in thy church, in thy faith, and in thy love. Amen. Thank you for listening to Catholic Daily Brief. Please give a five-star rating and a good review. Also, please share the podcast with your family members and friends, and consider becoming a member at patreon.com slash catholicdailybrief. God bless.